most music artists have the question, why aren't more people listening to my music? And the answer to that question is another question. Why? All right. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. How you doing? How you all going today? How's it all going in your world? Welcome to another episode of I Am Northbound. Look at this. We've upgraded. We've stepped out of the audio game and now we're also in the video game. I mean, if you're listening to this on the podcast, which I'm assuming that, I mean, most of my audience is because it's only ever been available as a podcast. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you'd stumble across the video somehow without me telling you, but I'm telling you right now, there's a long way of just saying, go to YouTube. I've actually got a YouTube channel now and I'm putting up the video version of these podcasts at the same time. It's a whole nother arena, man. Uh, something you have to put pants on for. That's a joke. I always wear pants while I do the podcast uh, at least 90% of the time. And I also want to say hello to everyone watching on YouTube because that's really cool uh, that I can uh, make this podcast even more accessible on different media formats. Um, You know, I had some people say to me, am I going to do videos again? Because I don't know, for some reason, some people just would like to watch me do the podcast. You know, whatever. I'm not going to question. And we're going to question that. You can can like what you want to like. And here it is. Here's the video version. Enjoy it. Now, if you look over my right-hand shoulder, it should be on your left. You might see something sneakily sitting there to my side. And you might be thinking to yourself, why hasn't he said anything about it yet? Because I have teased and teased about my book, The Four-Dimensional Songwriter, How to Dominate the New Music Industry. And look, I'm holding one of the books in my hand. That's right. That means that this book, I mean, this should get around the right way, is almost ready for me to ship to your house because I want you to read it. Can't wait for you to see what has in it. I mean, I tell you, I've been getting so much positive feedback about the book. It's like being absolutely unreal. I'm so blown away because this has taken, I mean, if you've been with me for this whole journey, you'd know, but I think it was on one of my live shows like last year. It was well and truly over a year ago now, I think. So, yeah, so, 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 so it was like forever ago. So I thought about it and I thought, you know, I, I think I might write down my thoughts because, uh, you know, I've got the podcast episodes and I was doing like live streams and I was answering a million questions. And I thought to myself, like, you know, I should write a book. But I was thinking that it would be much shorter, like half this length and also more just like um collection of thoughts, so to speak. So really simply, um, you know, just vague ideas or, you know, topics. And I would just kind of ramble about stuff or whatever a year later. And I mean, you can ask my wife, I would, there were like days where I would be working from the start of my day in the morning until 3am at night, just editing for like months on end, um, trying to raise a daughter in the meantime and get everything else done as well. So it's taken so much time and like effort, but I'm so happy with it. It's amazing. And to, to hear people like, cause I've given the book out early to some people. Um, and the response I've gotten has been like, like overwhelmingly positive. And I don't mean that as in like overwhelmingly positive as in it's been fantastic. I mean, it has in that regard. I shouldn't say it hasn't cause it has been in that respect, but I mean, it more as in like emotionally overwhelmingly positive. Like it, it really matters to me to hear how much I seem to have affected people with this book. It seems to have resonated a lot and people keep saying that it's uh it's it's a really big deal and it's really helped them. So I mean, I can't wait to get it to you. Um by the time that you watch this, maybe you're watching this just a little bit in the future. It's not too far away. Uh you should go pick yourself up a copy because there is what like 200 and 250-ish pages of just straight music marketing. It's called The Four-Dimensional Songwriter: How to Dominate the New Music Industry, and I tell you, you are going to absolutely love it. It's a uh, 
It's got everything in there from mindset stuff to music marketing to a couple of blueprints. I tell you how to post 21 times a week on social media without it taking up more than just like a couple of hours on a weekend. Like it really doesn't have to take up much time for you to be dominating social media. Um, you know, and other stuff too, just like, um, you know, uh, how to understand um, audience segmentation and how to sell more than you've ever sold before as a music artist and how to understand the commitment level of your audience and, you know, where to move them and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah. I'm going to do an episode soon when the book officially launches and tell you all about it. Um, I might even give you a chapter of the book. Um, maybe I'll do that story time. I'll read a chapter of the book on the podcast and it can be like a little live audio book. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, I'm going to go through why I think the book is so good, but I can tell you now as part of what I do, I'm very much um, up to date with my competition. I'm very in tune with them and I'm very current and I, I keep on top of uh, the people that are in the same field as me. Now, I can't, I, I, I use the word competition because it's the closest word to understanding exactly what it is. But realistically speaking, um, no one's really doing what I'm doing in the music industry. So I, they're not really direct competition, but still they're people trying to provide services to music artists, so to speak. And something that I've found in all the books, because I've read so many of them of these books that people bring out for music artists that are in a similar vein to what mine is trying to tell, help you to get your music heard or whatever, whatever. Um, there's just too much wrong with those books that I think I've absolutely nailed in my book. And I'm really, really happy with it for that reason. Uh, there's one book in particular that I read 40% of the book. So I'm talking like, you know, that's only half of a book before he actually got into value of like what to do for the music artist. I mean, mine gets into it pretty much straight away. Um, and just other stuff where people get way too focused on providing up-to-date and current information, but algorithms change things, right? Like, What's the point of giving you a fish if I can teach you how to fish? What's the thing? Give a man a fishing rod and he'll never go hungry. That type of thing. I want to give you a fishing rod, not a fish. So when things change, you still know how to go out and get yourself fed, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to talk about that in another episode um, coming up. That's going to be for when the book is officially available because I want to be able to say on that episode, now the book is out now, go and get a copy and I will send it r from right here in this studio. We've got two studios. The other recording studio is actually under renovations at the moment. So I'm doing everything here. But anyway, so all the books are over there. Uh, when it's ready to launch, when the website's ready or whatever, I'll be able to say for the first time, go there now and buy one uh, and get it shipped to, your, shipped to your front door. And I say buy one because uh, all you have to do is pay for the shipping. I'm not actually selling the books. The books actually cost me money to get them to you, but it's because I really want it to change your life. Um, so yeah, I mean, all you're going to do is buying one is just paying the shipping uh, and I'll send it to your house, wherever you're located in the world. And, uh, you know, I really want it to change your life. So that's why I'm prepared to put in a bit of money on my side, see how long I can afford to do that. It might not be for very long, um, but you know, if you're one of the people who can get it and get a free copy, great. That's your reward for supporting me. Now, anyway, today we're going to be talking about the word why and why why is so important. I'll tell you, no wonder people find English a hard language. It's like why why is so important, whether the weather is, <laughs> I don't know, there's too many of them. Um, so more or less when people contact me, uh, out of the blue, people I have never spoken to before, uh, again, out of the blue, what a weird statement, but we consider that normal in Australian English, at least. Um, so when people contact me for the first time, usually, and they ask me a question, normally the question I get is uh, something about getting more people to listen to their music. Because I understand what it's like as a music artist, you try to put your songs out there. You spend all this time recording your albums, uh, doing your video clips. You put your heart and soul and blood and sweat and tears and passion and life and time and effort, everything 
into your music, you release it online, and no one's really that interested. And that doesn't mean that your music sucks because, like, honestly speaking, the music that is on the top of the charts is not the best that the industry has to offer. There are so many super talented artists that are underground and not popular that prove this point, right? And that's exactly it. You you don't need to be the best to be on top, so to speak. I don't need to sound the best to be you know, the, you know, the, the kings or queens of the industry, right? Uh, it's all about marketing and branding and how to, um, you know, to, to approach your music from a different angle. So people will contact me and ask me, uh, you know, either why people aren't listening to their music or like how to get more people to, or do I know any secrets? Do I know any avenues? Do I know any, um, little tricks or whatever to get more people to listen to their music? The answer to all of those questions, this is the secret to the music industry. As far as I'm concerned, all of it can be summed up to one simple word, which is why. Let me explain. So it's easy as a music artist to see the world through your eyes. You're the one with the creative vision. You understand how you want your music to change the world. You know exactly what you want to achieve in life. So it's really easy to see the world through our goggles, right? Like our tinted glasses or our, um, you know, uh, Terminator vi- vision or whatever the HUD. Uh, so it's, we can see things our way. We've got blinkers on. That's the right word, what I'm looking for. Um, but you have to think about it as a consumer as well. Now, the thing is, is that to think as the music artist is um, quite active because we choose to do that. We choose to try to see the world through those goggles. But when we think as a consumer, it's usually um, like a really passive thing. We don't actually uh, like actively uh, decide to say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to think about things as a consumer. It just naturally happens. And we don't usually notice it while we think like that. So more or less, I'm saying, think about when people contact you, think about if you're just browsing Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and you get a message from someone, usually this is more on like Instagram or Twitter, probably not Facebook, but say you get a message from someone that you've never heard of before. And they say, Hey, check out my latest song. Some of them don't even write that. They just send you a link to their music and expect that you'll go listen to it. What do you do in those situations? Do you open the music and go, yeah, definitely, I'm into this? Or do you skip by it and not even think about it and go, no, I'm not opening that at this time? Now, I can pretty much guarantee that you don't open it or like at least you don't engage with the full video or the full song, okay? I don't think you'll listen to the whole thing. Now, why is that? Well, you know, there's different reasons. I mean, I could talk about this for literally hours because there is so much when you dive into the behavioral psychology uh, behind a person's actions. I mean, I could go into, I've got a whole um, like advanced music marketing presentation where I talk about the triangle of commitment and the three things you need to perform an action. And I could go through the B equals MAT psychology principle, all that stuff. But I won't because this is going to be a shorter episode, uh, you know, for a podcast, but more or less, it can come down to, let's say two reasons. I'm, there might be more and I might think of them as we go. As you know, strap in for the ride as, you know, my, I try to just verbally vomit everything I'm trying to say and you make sense of it for me. Um, two main reasons. First of all, the reason you might not interact with a video like that is because most of the traffic these days is mobile, which means that you aren't usually in a position to engage with music. Music is a tough format. It's really hard to get your music heard these days, as I'm sure you're probably aware, but you probably aren't going to um, want to engage with music of uh, that someone's sending you because you're not able to in that moment. Maybe like think about where you use your phone. It's usually not where you're able to open a song and listen to it in the first place, right? You could be, you know, out on a walk. You could be 
in a waiting room. You could be in the bathroom. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a million different reasons. You could be, you know, first late at night before you go to sleep and you don't want to wake up your partner or whatever next to you or your, your family or whatever or your roommate. Um, you know, there's plenty of reasons. And also, I mean, think about it. Would you really want someone to judge your music on first um, impressions off a mobile phone speaker? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just obviously not. But anyway, that's probably one of the reasons why you won't interact with that music because you're not able to. But secondly, you don't have a reason to. And that's the bigger deal. I mean, your favorite band could send you a brand new song. And chances are you might not be in a position to listen to it straight away. You really want to listen to their music, but you won't because of the fact that... um you're just not able to in that moment. That's the mobile side of things. But at least you'll have the reason to want to. You understand? But the difference is, is that with um, people you don't know, if the, an unknown artist is contacting you, you have no reason. That's why I say the most important word that you should be thinking all of the time as a music artist is why. Why should someone want to listen to my music? It's not good enough for the answer to be because I want them to. Imagine if someone contacted you, as I'm saying, put yourself in the mind of the consumer. And that's what I want to challenge you to do. I was going to say this week, but I mean, all the time. I want you to do it from now on. Think about everything with your music and think about what you're doing and how you would feel if you were contacted or you had that form of marketing done, or if you were exposed to someone else's music, uh, or if that experience was what you ran into for someone else that you didn't know as a music, uh, like, you know, a music artist, you didn't know, how would you respond to it? Because if you wouldn't do it, other people aren't going to either. So if someone contacts you and says, Hey, check out my latest song and you don't do it, it's usually because you don't have a reason to, if they had built enough of a reason to make you want to support them, you'd be fine, right? Because you would listen to their music. No problems. They'd say, Hey, check this out. And, and they would. Now, what's interesting is that you don't have to push your music down people's throats to make them build that reason. That's the tunnel vision that a lot of music artists fall into, is that they assume that the way to get people interested in their music is by more exposure to their music. But as you know, we live in one of the hardest times to get people to listen to music. I mean, the market is just full of music artists. It's oversaturated with a billion people that are all trying to get you to listen to their music. So the question is, how do you build that reason why without forcing your music down people's throats. Well, shameless plug, that's what this book's all about, by the way. You're going to love it when you read it. But I can tell you now, the avenues that you can bring people into for your music are outside of your music alone. And I say this in the very start of the book. You need to understand that you're not just a music artist, okay? If I ask people what they do, they say, oh, I'm a musician or I'm a songwriter or I'm a singer. Regardless, it can all be summed up by music artists. You are not just a music artist, okay? You're not just a music artist. Think broader, zoom out and see the bigger picture. You're a creative, okay? You're a creative and you just use music as your weapon of choice, Okay, a creative that uses music as their weapon of choice. Other people are creatives and they use art or dance or film, photography, you know, drama. There are a million different ways that you could go about expressing your vision to the world, uh, drawing, like even um, tattoo artists, you know what I mean? Like they have a vision for how they want to uh, communicate through you know, communicate their vision to the world and they choose what to communicate through. And that is a different form of the creative arts. Now you are a creative and you just choose music as your weapon of choice, right? Now, the, the way I can prove this, because sometimes I say this and people go, no, I'm just a music artist. Like I don't, I'm not really, I'm not good at drawing. I suck at drawing. 
But does that mean I'm not a creative? No, definitely not. Now, the way I can prove you wrong and just be like, yeah, my point is my point stands and you understand is think of it this way. If I asked you, um, you know, you know, show me your latest single. I'm sure you would, right? Because you're a music artist. That's fine. You'd show me your latest single. Now, if I said to you, well, what would you do for a video clip for this song or a music video? How would, you know, what would go on in it? I'm sure you'd have no problem off the top of your head coming up with a music video idea. Shouldn't someone who is just a music artist have no idea how to come up with a video clip or, you know, a music video? Do you know what I mean? Or like anything to do with videography? Because videography is kind of reserved for people who are videographers, right? If you were just a music artist, you shouldn't be able to do that. If you were just a music artist, you shouldn't be able to come up with an album cover or an idea for the vision for that. But I'm sure you can, because wouldn't a designer be have to do that? If you know, if you, if you were just a music artist, you couldn't do what a designer needed to do. That's my point. You're a creative, and you've got a vision for everything, but you're just choosing to focus it at music. So then you need to be thinking outside of your music. You're a creative, okay? There's so many elements to your personality, to who you are, what you believe in, what you stand for. We live in the hardest time to get music heard, but we live in the easiest time for all the other avenues. And while all the other music artists are fighting over trying to get their music heard because they're just forcing their music upon people and it's not working, it's the music artists that see the broader picture and see all the other dimensions, you know, shameless plug, that they can bring in and utilize to bring people to their music that are the ones that are winning. Okay, think about it this way. If I said to you, oh, by the way, just everyone on the podcast, I've got a new album coming out. I don't. But if I did, say I did there would be a way better chance that you would actually listen to it than if this was the first time you ever heard the podcast and you'd never heard anything from me before. And at the very start of the episode, I said, hey, everyone, before I start this episode, just letting you know I've got a new album out. Say this is the first episode you ever heard. If this was the first episode you ever heard and at the very start, I told you to listen to my music, you wouldn't do it. But maybe after hearing me talk a bit and getting to know me and hearing a bit about my life, you know, hopefully I've instilled some value in your life. If I say I've got music out, chances are you'd naturally want to check it out. And the same thing goes for you. I'm sure you have friends that have never heard you your music before, uh, but the more they get to know you, maybe they're new friends or they could be old friends. I don't know. But it, regardless, people could get to know you and then start to say, uh, I've got to come listen to your music. Where could I find some? And that's them naturally moving off their own interest, right? It's not you pestering them saying, hey, listen to my latest song like you would do through a DM if you were just to ask people like that or commenting on people's profiles or, um, you know, sending emails or, um, you know, trying to buy Facebook ads, which is a terrible idea. I've talked about that in other episodes. Um, someone asked me to do a bigger in-depth on that and I will. I'll get into why Facebook ads are no good in a, a future episode. So, keep your eye out for that. So, you could meet people and talk to them in, you know, about a million different things. You could talk to them about life and find things you have in common and all that kind of stuff. And when they eventually ask you the uh, question everyone seems to get when you first meet someone, so what do you do? You can be like, oh, well, I'm actually a music artist and I've got a, um, you know, a new album coming out soon, blah, blah, blah. There's actually a way bigger chance that they'll follow through and listen to your music because they've built that reason why enough to fuel that uh, natural curiosity and interest and motivation to want to take their own next step forward toward uh, developing a connection with you as an artist by themselves. So your goal as a music artist is to build that reason why, because finding the reason why is what shifts the whole thing around. Instead of you asking them to listen to your music, it goes the other way. They're asking you where to find it. And that's where you want people to be. You just want to be bringing out content that builds that reason why, and then your listeners and your audience and your crowd and your fan base are all going to, from the 
natural curiosity and interest and motivation they've built are going to naturally be asking you, where can we find stuff? Where do I go? And you just provide it and they'll come to you. So instead of being behind them, pushing them to take their next step, you'll be in front of them, just guiding them forward and they'll just do it off their own interest. And that is where you want to be. You don't want to be trying to force people to come to shows, force people to listen to music, force people to do whatever, force people to buy merchandise. You don't want that. It's going to drive you mad. You need to find the reason why. Now, I'm not here to give you all the answers because I think this episode's run too long already, but I want you to be thinking about this week. How do I build the reason why? How do I find more access points to move people toward becoming a true fan of my music. Uh, I mean, it's, there's so many of them, okay? Think back over the people that are now committed fans of yours that you know well, okay? People that you've actually known for a while and that, you know, the, the common supporters that have supported you for a while. Um, think about who they are and how they found out about you and what else you provided outside of your music to help them find that level of fandom. It might be merchandise. It might be that you know them personally and they got to know you. And this is the biggest one that people overlook. Um, people say all the time stuff like, oh man, I don't really have many people in my fan base. It just really seems that my most committed fans are like my friends and my family. It's like, then see that, right? The reason that they're wanting to support you is because they're close enough to find out who you are as a person, to know something about you that they like and to know your personality and know what you're about and what you believe in, what you stand for, what you're, uh, the change you want to bring to the world and like, you know, your sense of humor and all your positive traits. So why aren't you showing that on your social media? Why are these artists that are fantastic people, as I see this all the time, that are so warm and likable, only showing that side of, the, of themselves to their friends and family and then wondering why it's only their friends and family that are supporting them. If you steer that in the other direction and show it to your fan base and show it to your audience and your community and your listeners on your social media platforms, they're going to build that same connection too. You're obviously doing something right. So look to your most committed fans and think to yourself, what have I done to make them become so committed? And then find a way. Think outside of the box. The more you can think outside of the box, the further outside you are, the better the results will be because the further you step out, the more powerful those methods get. And also the uh, less people there are there that know about them. So therefore the less competition you have. I mean, there are a ton of music artists that are all trying to DM people to say, Hey, listen to my latest song through, um, you know, Instagram messages and that's not working. But how many music artists have built a uh, podcast that's built around the motivation that they want to bring to the world and then push their music through that platform subtly, um, you know, by providing value into people's lives, allowing people who don't know about them as a music artist, but can relate to their cause or have been affected by their cause or are choosing to support their cause can find an access point to at least a channel that will bring them over to your music eventually. Ah, see? So that's slightly outside of the box thinking. You might be thinking a podcast, but it might not be the right answer for you, but it is the right answer for a lot of music artists. Uh, they could be doing that right now. And, uh, you, you know, I mean, you could be doing that right now. Maybe if you're one of those artists and you could be seeing big results because people are looking for podcasts. They're not looking for new music, but as soon as they start to know you, since they start to find more information out about you, since they start to get, uh, to become accustomed to who you are and find in you what they value and what they respect and what they want to look up to and what they are attracted to. That's where they're going to naturally go. Oh, I really want to check out this person's music because I know them so well. You can see my point by now. So let people understand who you are as a person first. Build that interest and that curiosity and that motivation in yourself. Build the reason why. So when you ask people to do something, they've already got that reason to want to follow through with that action. Why not check out another video? You can do so by clicking right here. You'll find even more ways for your music to take over the world. But before you do, make sure you like this video, share it with your friends, hit the subscribe button, and turn on the notification bell. 
That way you won't miss my next video.